Welcome to the Live a Life You Love podcast. I'm your host, Seppi, and in every episode, I'll be sharing with you the tools and strategies that you need to create your dream life, a life that you love and that you feel truly excited to live. If you're ready to do the work, achieve your biggest goals, and create your dream life, then you're in the right place. Hello, my lovely, and welcome back. So, You guys seem to resonate the most when I do podcast episodes where I don't overthink it and I don't plan it out and I don't have a script. So here we are. I don't have a script ready. I have an idea of what I want to talk about, but I don't have all the details ready. So here we go. Hopefully my thoughts can be organized and clear and that you learn something from this episode. But I figured... If I want to make it sustainable, if I if I want to apply what I try to teach you, which is to keep things simple and to keep things sustainable and to achieve your goals by keeping it as simple as possible, then I need to do the same thing. And when I don't overthink my podcast episodes, apparently those are the ones that you like the most. And it helps me actually sit down and record episodes on a weekly basis because it's less planning and it just, it's more natural when I have a good idea and I just literally just sit down in my office, pull out my microphone and sit down and talk to you. So here we are. That's my little intro and justification for this episode. Um, But what I wanted to talk about is facing your fears. I was talking to a close friend of mine this, this week And I realized, I mean, I had this realization already earlier, but I had a different realization this week about how this year (laughs) I have faced a lot of my fears. And what I wanted to talk about is just that, our fears and how often we make a big deal out of things when they're not. And especially when we're talking about our fears, oftentimes, time time times oftentimes <laughs> oftentimes our fears are not as bad as we thought they would be when we face them and i know that's the truth for me so if you if you are new to my podcast welcome thank you for tuning in um and if you don't know what's been going on in my life listen to the previous episode and you will have a nice little catch-up of everything and all the life lessons I've learned in the last particularly in the six months but basically this year I have faced a lot of my fears the main one being the fear of divorce and a breakup um the second fear which might sound weird but maybe it's not but I've always had a very big fear of pandemics and end of the world things and that's why I don't like watching those kind of movies because they really scare me and give me nightmares. So this year I also faced a second fear with what's going on in the world with COVID-19. And just to throw in something a little bit funny because I think it's just I like to laugh at myself a lot. I also am trying to face my fear of spiders. <laughs> Um, to give you a background of that is that I grew up in Africa and I was bitten by, I don't know, I guess a poisonous spider, but basically that traumatized me because my arm was swollen, full of pus, and it was painful, and I was just traumatized from then on. So I also have a big fear of spiders, but I'm trying to face that fear, and how am I doing that? Well, this is a, a, (laughs) this is also just a funny story that I'll just plug in here. Um, so I moved into my new place about three weeks ago, and then I had this big 
it was a daddy long leg, but like bigger with a bigger body. Ugh. Anyway, I had a daddy long leg in my bathroom and I didn't kill it. Usually I would vacuum it, but well, firstly, I don't have a vacuum, but also my conscience for, for, for once is kicking in and I don't want to kill it because I feel bad. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let it be and deal with it and start facing my fear of spiders slowly but surely. So I didn't kill that spider. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I want to talk about facing your fears. And when I had the realization that this year I've faced some of my biggest biggest fears and when i mean biggest fears i mean like things these are the the fears that have paralyzed me and that have held me back last year i went through so much anxiety um by the end of the year between september and december i was having honestly on average one to two panic attacks almost daily um because my relationship was falling apart right before my eyes and it it was heartbreaking but it's also my biggest fear and this week when I realized that I've been facing my biggest fears this year it's interesting to see how your fears are never as bad as you expect them to be and trying to take a step back to understand well why was I so afraid of that thing to begin with what is the underlying thing that I'm actually afraid of? And in reality, what is it that I'm trying to avoid? And I think when you start trying to take a step back to understand your fear, then it becomes a lot easier to it becomes a lot easier to face it because historically speaking, fear is there for a reason because it's a way for us to survive and to respond to threat. So when you're scared of something, it's because you have a perception of something threatening your inherent survival. And for me, I don't know, I feel like I'm just going to get emotional, but I'm going to share this anyway. But I think for me, I have such, I had such an inherent belief and need and reliance and not in a healthy way by any stretch of the imagination, but I had such a deeply rooted belief within me that my relationship and my marriage and being loved by someone else meant my survival, then the loss of that meant the loss of me and it meant death. It sounds extreme, but it really is that. I've been doing a lot of digging to understand where that even comes from. And I think it stems from, I think it stems from my childhood when, wow, I'm going really deep here. I'm sharing a lot of, um, inner seppy thoughts but here we go so I grew up in Africa and I've always been very 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 close to my family especially my father I have a very soft spot for my dad and growing up um, in Africa it was very very unsafe and our survival literally our survival depended my survival depended on my parents I said our because I'm, I'm including my sisters in that but our life survival depended on our parents, especially my dad, because he obviously was, you know, the protector, the dad, and, you know, the provider and all that stuff. And, I mean, there are some personal stories of where our safety was threatened and my dad was basically there to protect us. But all that to say that I think from a very young age, my subconscious mind associated 
love and care from someone else so from my dad to um literally to my survival because in africa especially if i did not have my parents which i wouldn't end up in africa to begin with but i hope you understand what i'm trying to say but my survival um really really relied heavily on my parents especially my dad and i think that shaped my understanding in a sense that and this is just one aspect of it this is one analysis of the psychology behind it for myself but if my dad wasn't around i would not survive and there's also also other dimensions of it which is like the emotional dimension of abandonment anyway all that to say that from a young age i had this strong belief that someone else's love and care meant my survival and i think that i partially transferred that into my intimate relationship which is not healthy but that is why it you know divorce was a big fear of mine and obviously there's other implications of that feel it fear of failure fear fear of not being good enough fear of love and all that stuff but when i have taken the time to start to understand why that was such a big fear it helped me pinpoint and indicate towards things that i need to work on within myself so as simple as understanding that i can take care of myself inherently without anyone helps reassure me to know that without anyone around i am going to be okay i'm going to be alive and i'm not going to die I know it sounds silly, but it really is that. I mean, since being on my own, really on my own the last few weeks, living on my own for the first time ever, I've had moments where I almost start to get anxious because I'm physically alone. And it's, if I took a step back, I could understand it's almost like fear of not surviving and of dying. I know it sounds extreme, but that's that's what it feels like. And I've had to consciously reassure myself and work on myself to remind myself, you know, internally and tell myself, you're okay, you're alive, you're not going to die, you're going to be okay, it's going to be okay. So when I've taken the time to reflect on to reflect on why I'm so scared of something, then it becomes a lot easier to address it in the moment when that fear starts to creep up and to understand why the fear is there that way i can address it so if i have a fear of not surviving if i have a fear of being alone because i feel as though it might mean that i might not emotionally be okay or physically be okay then that just means i need to learn how to reassure myself that i can take care of myself fully it's i mean as simple and as complicated as that but when you, tr- you trace back the process of how a fear comes around, which is totally normal. You know, when you're a child, there's so many things that come up that you don't understand that affect you long term. And you have to do the inner work as an adult to uncover those things and understand them and uh, analyze them. That way you can address them and that way you can build up your capacity and your beliefs and your confidence and your everything that you're just building yourself up to be able to take care of yourself truly and when i mean take care of yourself i mean physically emotionally spiritually i mean all of it and it was an interesting feeling this week to reflect on some of these things and just in the last few weeks to have to gain a deeper understanding of myself from a very different perspective i think when you're facing challenging situations 
you can either choose to in a sense give up or numb the discomfort or numb the pain which sometimes is okay sometimes you do need to numb it um to be able to regain your energy don't get me wrong um but at a certain point you do have to take control and take charge of yourself and of your life and try to understand your journey and understand the struggles that you're having and the challenges that you're having and the fears that you're having and the beliefs and the thoughts and everything that goes with that because when you have knowledge is power and when you have an understanding of something it becomes a lot easier to address it and you know in this case for me facing my fears have been a way for me to build my confidence and in trusting and knowing deep down really knowing that I and having the belief within myself that I have the resilience and capacity to face my fears and to face challenges and I know that life will continue to throw me challenges in the future but if I look back on my experience to remember to remind myself that I survived and I came through the other through on the other side of a really challenging time in my life and facing really big fears and still working on them if i can remind myself of that then i can build my confidence in knowing that next time a challenge comes my way which is going to come regardless of whether i want it or not that i know and i can trust that i have the capacity to face it and i can build up that capacity and confidence in facing fears and facing challenges and facing life um And what I would say, if you're not sure what your fears are, that's okay. But I just want to plant a seed, I think, and share with you something that I learned this week that was very just interesting, but also maybe to teach you different ways that you can build your capacity and your trust of yourself and building confidence with yourself in your ability to face life. I mean, that's what it boils down to, to know that you are enough, to know that you do have the resources within yourself and to trust that you have the capacity to do anything that you you set your mind to. And I think another important thing is to recognize that there are small ways that you can build your self-confidence in your ability to take care of yourself and to face challenges. And One of the ways that I think that I've built my emotional and physical and mental capacity to know that I am strong is exercising. Um, (laughs) I know it sounds funny, but hear me out. When you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, like challenging yourself to learn something new or pushing your body and your capacity to do something and to just push yourself and to, for example, tell you, push yourself through a hard workout even though you're going through physical discomfort, but also emotional, dis- well, more mental discomfort because you're probably your mind is telling you to stop, but physically you know you should keep going. Um, you have to build the mental stamina to push through the physical discomfort to keep going and to push your body more and more and more to build the capacity because you have to focus on the outcome and remind yourself that yes it's uncomfortable now but my future self will thank me for this workout because I will feel physically and emotionally stronger so working out I think became a coping mechanism for my anxiety and my stress and everything that was going on but I think an a result of it a gift that I was given from working out is building my mental capacity and strength to push through and to 
be comfortable in discomfort because let's be honest exercising can be physically well it can be is physically uncomfortable but i know that i'm able to push through the discomfort and that at the end i feel stronger and i feel better and i think that goes the same thing when it comes to life challenges if you know if you're going through a challenging time or you're uncomfortable and you're working through something that doesn't feel comfortable like a fear or a limiting belief or a lack of self lack of confidence if you're uncomfortable in the process, it's okay. Just embrace the discomfort and work through it and build your capacity to be okay in the discomfort because you know that at the end of it, something great will come out. You will feel better. You will feel more confident. You will have worked through a fear. You have overcome a limiting belief. So the outcome, the result is always what you want to focus on to build your capacity to work through the discomfort, to be comfortable in the discomfort because ultimately our fears are, are I think our, our, our fears are, our survival mechanism to avoid discomfort and to try and stay alive in a sense and if you get comfortable with the discomfort then it becomes a lot easier to work through those challenges and to face those challenges and to face those fears because life will always throw something at you and you have to be very mindful with your day-to-day actions thoughts beliefs and how you choose to face your discomforts and and you know when I talk about when I talk about achieving your goals and when I talk about creating a dream life and creating more inspired and purposeful life, it's all of what I'm talking about. It's the habits that you cultivate, it's the beliefs you cultivate about yourself, about your capacity, about your ability to face your fears and to face challenges. It's about how you cultivate happiness in your life how you cultivate a more positive mindset it's all of that and if you want to become a better version of yourself and you want to achieve your goals then you have to work through the discomfort it's it's a reality of it you know at a certain point you have to take charge of yourself you have to put your big big girl panties on and you have to be okay with the discomfort because at the end of it something great comes out of it and you will learn and grow and become a better version of yourself and I always say this, but the your goals isn't just about the outcome, but it's about the person you're becoming in the process. And if you're working towards a goal, you have to become the person that you need to be to achieve those goals. And I want you to sit a moment with that, but it's about the journey you're embarking on. It's not only about the end result. It's not only about something that you're trying to achieve but it's who you're becoming to achieve that goal and at the end of the day what will feel fulfilling to you is growing and learning and becoming the best version of yourself every single day pushing yourself through discomfort and learning about who you are and appreciating yourself and loving yourself and ultimately trying to create your dream life and achieving your goals so I guess I had stuff to say and I didn't need to, I didn't didn't need a, an outline. I hope that this episode was useful for you. I want you to, I I hope that after every episode, you can take a few moments and reflect on what I was saying, or maybe throughout the episode, you can, you can pause and take notes on your phone or in your journal. That's what I usually do when I have it. I listen to an inspiring podcast episode, but I hope that you can maybe take a few moments right now and maybe think about you know, what is something that you're afraid of? What is a big fear that you have? Is it to not feel loved? 
not be loved by someone? Is it, are you afraid of losing someone? Are you afraid of, I don't know, whatever it might be, sit down and think, what is your biggest fear? And you'll know what it is when you start feeling something in your heart, when you start physically reacting to it. There is a physical reaction when you start thinking and really thinking about your fear. Maybe take a few moments and reflect on that. You don't necessarily have to go through the whole exercise of understanding the background of it, but I want you to at least start pinpointing and paying attention to your fears. That way with time, you can journal it out and try to slowly uncover why you have that fear. That way you can work through it, understand it, and overcome it. And truly, what you have to know is that a lot of these things, fears, challenges, limiting beliefs, negative mindset, once you start putting light on it, once you start putting, when you start focusing on it and actually paying attention to it, you will start finding the answers. Regardless of whether you want it or not, your subconscious mind will start paying attention to it and you will start finding answers. And with time, you will start finding solutions because your mind and your subconscious mind We'll be looking for answers and we'll be looking for solutions for you, whether you realize it or not. And the answers will come to you with time and the universe will guide you to the answers that you need. And I hope that this episode was useful for you as well. Plant a seed within you. Um, If you have any questions, any comments, reach out. Let me know. I want to help as usual. I'm here to help, to serve you, to help you through anything that you need. Um... I'll leave you with that today. I always leave the links to all the resources that I've created in the past for you, whether we're talking about the goal setting workshop, whether we're talking about the goal setting masterclass that I created for you, whether I'm talking about my YouTube channel where I share more visually some of the concepts I'm trying to talk about. I always leave the links in the description box. Um, If you want to stay up to date with my content, then you need to sign up to my mailing list. I will leave the link to that as well. Um... But my blog is Ellis for Love. That's where you'll find all the resources. I'll leave the link to that as well. But I always want to connect with you. I always want to share my journey and to hopefully inspire you and empower you to take charge of yourself and your life because when you transform yourself, you will transform your life. Small steps every single day, small incremental steps will accumulate and with time you will see change and you will feel change. And that is the cool part when you start feeling like you are growing and you are becoming a different person. I will leave you with that. I'm sending you a lot of love. I hope that you're doing well and that you have a beautiful week. Until next week, I'm sending you a lot of love, a lot of light, and I hope that you're doing well. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can find all the links mentioned in the show notes. Until next episode, keep on dreaming big.